We'd like to thank the following Patreon donors. H.P. Lovecraft Live Christopher Durback David Miller Ernie Carafa Rogue's Retreat David Alber Ken Doyle Dragoon Tristan Gilbert and Call Me Ishmael Thanks for meeting us at this technocratic stronghold, Sabaros. Well, we're heading to the base. You can meet us there and we can perform a full investigation. I'll need all your reports. Uh, but base? Uh, what base? What? What? In, or in to the mall. Oh, you're going here, I say, as I look around at all those fun go. <laughs> <laughs> and I nod my head, and I have telekinetics, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, that's not a problem. Uh, unfortunately, there was a uh, slight deregulation uh, in pressure here due to... Uh, you know, you never know with these reality warping situations, uh, what happens. And unfortunately, uh, we'll have to meet at the Sabaros. Oh, interesting. So it's something that's actually affecting not just individuals, but actual rooms. So this is some sort of dimensional, perhaps, sort of deviation. That will add to the report as well. Absolutely. As I say, and I look over towards the water pipe overhead and using my telekinetics, I'm just going to split it. And it's going to start flooding this room and I'm just rolling out. <laughs> That's going to be good enough. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Fandible.com Actual Play Podcast. I am Dave, bringing you back to the dystopian future of a wonderful era of humanity, safety, and light, and knowledge. If it wasn't for the technocracy, we are here again to play the Union. I'm here with Dan and Jesus and special guest calling in. Line one, caller, go ahead and tell us who you are. Hey, everybody, this is Billy, and I am playing Agent L25, yes. a man known for his brilliance, his ability to handle the mystical but or technological art mm-hmm. of the technocratic bureau, mm-hmm. uh, also known for his laziness. Yep, absolutely. And we will get introduced to your character, and you can have a name, whatever you want. L, I just assume something stupid like Larry. <laughs> These two, as you'll find out, have really knocked it out of the park with their names. Mm-hmm. Their character names are exquisite. We're going to get right to those because I don't want those gems not to shine as bright as they can. So starting from Dan and then to Jesus, introduce your character. Hey, folks, I'm Dan, as, uh, as mentioned. And once again, I'm taking up the role of uh, Fred Frederick Fredrickson. The member of the uh, syndicate, part of the technocratic union, we're basically glorified accountants. Pay no attention to us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Fred Freddie Fredrickson. Next, hey guys, this is Jesus, and I am again playing Stevens. Uh, originally Steve, but as the listeners now know, every letter of my current name, my previous name, was forgotten for unknown reasons. Uh, was a name that of something uh, terrible I killed or was almost killed by. The N standing for an alternate reality Nazi I killed last adventure. Very proud of that one. And I am a progenitor 
Those who believe that body modification and the advancement of the human condition is the best way for the technocratic union to advance the human agenda. Thank you very much. All right, so let's get right into it. Gentlemen, you are technocratic agents, and after your last assignment went as well as can be expected, how much of it do you remember? Very little. Very little. Precisely. That is the way that the technocracy wanted it, because the knowledge that you had gathered was need to know, and unfortunately, you do not need to know. So one day you woke up with as many disparate memories of that adventure as you, your players, yourselves actually do have. And no, this is not some sort of cockamamie way to tie in the fact that we actually lost the recording and <laughs> cannot prove what happened. So you were fed amnestics and you were let back out onto the field and your next assignment was to Hemsworth where you were told that there was some sort of otherworldly or reality deviant effect going on. Hemsworth has just over 3,000 people in it. It has a mall and a hospital and a couple of restaurants and things like that. But it is, for the most part, completely po not pointless. Well, yes, to you, <laughs> to, to the technocracy, completely goddamn pointless. But you were sent there. It is unassuming. It is small. It is not even a blip on the radar. But yet you were sent there. Mm -hmm. You were sent there via train, then by plane, then by helicopter, at which case the helicopter, when you touched down, the pilot commented that he had a headache which you jesus noted since you are basically a super science doctor mm -hmm. dan as a super science investor of all things super money you know okay. that that the two big areas that this town has for uh investment what is it called prime utility uh yeah yeah, uh, is the hospital and the Hemsworth Mall, the mall that was supposed to put Hemsworth on the map. Mm -hmm. Now, you're no topographer, but you sure shit still haven't heard of Hemsworth, so it might have missed the mark. Hmm. You were sent to, you landed on the rooftop of the helipad for the local hospital. You went downstairs into the hospital and found that there was an amazing lack of people, but still brimming with life energy. And when I say that, I mean the same way that you would walk into a convention and feel that kind of energy all around you, but remove all the nerds, mm -hmm. but you still feel that activity around you. There was something very disconcerting about it. You went into a common kitchen looking for someone. You found a nurse, a man, who is eating oatmeal, who is unresponsive until uh, Stephen tried to draw his blood. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, you took, you did the right thing. Yes. For once you're playing a doctor who actually did doctoring first. Yes, mm -hmm. I did. And you tried to take his pulse and then you tried to steal the man's blood. And that responded in a kerfuffle between the two of you at yeah. the same time. Fair, fair. At the same time, Freddie Frederick Fuckerson uh, went to Just a looking computer. through some spreadsheets. Yes, went to a computer. Just very exciting. Same <laughs> level of action. <laughs> Look for anything .xlr, and his heart rate immediately <laughs> gone. <down. laughs> and uh, oh, was it XLR? Is that XLS? Actually, XLS for, for spreadsheets. Uh, and you found out that the majority of people in the last couple of days that have been admitted to the ER were all from chronic sleep deprivation. Same. But also you couldn't find anything about like suddenly a bunch of nurses took the day off or anything like that. None of that. That's when you heard a fight between Jesus and this nurse. 
Jesus choked the nurse out, knocked them out, and then took a sample of their blood and found out that they'd been awake for five days. Technically impossible. Mm -hmm. And not knowing what to do then, you called the only thing you can call, which was technocratic helpline is a new thing that I am going to be using in almost all of my games now because I think it's fucking great. A helpline. Don't ask the storyteller. Ask a dude on the phone. So you call Technocratic Helpline. You got the download that there was something really weird going on and nothing since the 70s had happened in this town. But you were told that the mall was the focal point of most of the primal energy, the stuff that the technocracy has studied that binds the earth together, the universe together. Billy, just think of it as midichlorians. Mm -hmm. Let's put it this way, Billy. Mages call it the force. But due to the technocracy, that's where we got the term midichlorians from. That's <laughs> <It's> terrible. <laughs> we don't like we don't like the idea you can't quantify and count something. So we're gonna we're gonna call it midichlorians. Oh so. my god, I'm working for LucasArts. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big fan of arts. Lucas Sciences, please. Arts yes. or sand. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Darth Wait, what was it? The one who could keep people alive forever? Vegas. Was it Plagueis? Plagueis. God, the fucking name's like, you ever heard of the story of Darth Plagueis? Oh, yeah. Where? From who? <laughs> who have you been talking to? I need to see a phone record. I mean, it was a Darth Undeadu. I mean, it gets it, the naming. I mean, they, they went downhill from Dooku. I took a Dooku all over that <laughs> naming convention. Oh, oh, you think there's something wrong with that name? You know, something weird. wrong with Dar Darth Doodoo? I mean, Dooku? Yeah, I know. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Billy, that's when I say primal energy, midichlorians. Mm -hmm. And so that is where you have been left, uh, Stephen and Freddie Fred Fredrickson. Yes. I hate you both. <laughs> Just call me Freddie. And Steve is a perfectly I mean, valid. If you were my friend, but you're not. So Mr. Fredrickson. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in character. Yeah. All right. And you have been directed towards the mall. You are standing there mm -hmm. in a empty hospital. Now an unconscious man in the common kitchen that is face down but nose up in his oatmeal so he will not suffocate I'm thank not you I'm a monster you are a doctor <laughs> <laughs> but apparently what if doctor house was also a super soldier <laughs> yeah all right and your pension for like splashing his patients with his own blood mm -hmm. yeah i mean who doesn't yep and people, <laughs> the vast majority really yep well, they're boring and you get a blip on your phone, on your technocratic phone, from the same number that you would just call the helpline. Now, it doesn't show up as numbers. It shows up as like those weird blips as if your phone had a virus. And you know that that is a mnemonic number so that a normal person who is not a genius to the level that you are would see a number like a, you know, spam likely. Uh, our old our old friend scam likely, mm -hmm. uh, but you notice that it is from the technocratic number, and there is a normal phone number underneath it, and it says we have someone inside. The mall. Mm -hmm. No, it just says we have someone inside. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I that was just me muttering the mall, I presume, and uh, mm -hmm. kind of glance over to make sure that my partner yeah, has in fact received the same same message. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, so question is the number below a number we should call? Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Um, uh, it just says we have somebody inside. And also, Dan, do you remember what you learned last game that Jesus did not learn? No, I don't remember. You learned from, from a contact of yours mm -hmm. inside the technocracy that there is a there is a Dr. Malachi Vector who is on the run from the progenitors, the doctorate medical personnel of the technocracy, of mm -hmm. which Jesus' character is part of. Right that broke off and is wanted and has been rumored to be in Hemsworth. Got it, got it, got it. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. I have not passed that information along, yes. Yep. Okay. Um, he was, again, all of this is rumor, because if this gets back to him, then he, bad things could happen, mm -hmm. uh, was that he was too extreme for the union. Uh, the union did not work fast enough for him. That is saying something. Yep. And he described where he disappeared to as, quote, the perfect Petri dish. Oh, delightful. All right. So. Mm -hmm. All right. And on that note, mm -hmm. we, we are off to the mall. Okay. You still didn't tell me about Malachi, did you? No. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Keep, keeping that on the need to know basis. And uh, I'm not sure who needs to know, but potentially not you. Okay. All right. Uh, do you call the number? What do you do with the number? I call immediately. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, he's more of a people person. <laughs> yep. Okay. There is a ring in an office. The camera pans over, cuts, and then cuts to a black screen as it pans out from a turned-off monitor in a gray box of a room. There is the hum of industrial air conditioning from a vent overhead. There is the flicker of a light that has been unfortunately inset just above a ceiling fan, which gives it this monotonous kind of shadow that whips across the entirety of the room. All along the walls are shelvings of books and papers. And then there are old CCTVs, old tube televisions, and more modern flat screen TVs all lit up showing different parts of what is obviously a mall and the camera pans back and we hear the whirring of the fan and we hear the sound of a ball bouncing off of a wall over and over and over and the camera pans to a reclining computer chair and we see whom billy Hi, everybody. Right now, you see, for a second, it might look like a computer chair, but it's actually a wheelchair. It's a man who is about 35, though his driver's license says he's 35, but it's a bad 35. <laughs> it is a harsh 35. It's one of those times when someone says, like, I'm 35 and you'll wince. <laughs> it's, he, like, it's like in the Hulk movie when Tim Roth says that he's 35. Oh, yeah, and you're just like, it, oh, you poor man. <laughs> this Patton Oswalt-like twin <laughs> sits there with a cigarette limply hanging out of his mouth, and he reaches out and grabs uh, a Surge soda can. He takes a sip out of it and then reaches forward, stares at the phone for a second as if trying to will himself to pick it up, and then with a heavy sigh, he picks up the phone and brings it to his lips. This is the Helmsworth Mall, where happiness goes to die. <laughs> How can I direct your call today? What? So, Dave, I keep forgetting. What's that common phrase that technocratic union members usually say to each other? The most beneficial thing you can be is mutual. mutual Thank you. Yes. The text message then flashes 
Seventh Seal. Now, both of you know that Seventh Seal is one of the undercover agencies, the offshot, offshot of the octopus that is the technocracy union that that recruits former military, specifically intelligence. Seventh Seal mm -hmm. is supposed to be you stop the Seventh Seal, you know, opening and you stop the apocalypse from happening. So these people know that there is a war against supernaturals, but they are not agents. They are not technocracy. Mm -hmm. They are personnel, they are soldiers, they are badass, but they are not geniuses. But they are contractors. But yeah. they would know stuff like the term mutual would be something said by the Absolutely. Okay, just want to be sure. Hi, I'm looking for someone with uh, mutual interests. Oh, Jesus Christ. He says as he lowers his, fa <laughs> his face into his palm. And Jesus, for a brief five, ten seconds, you, you hear the sound of what can only be a middle-aged man crying into his palms. <laughs> and then after about 15 seconds, he's, he brings it in. He, he he finds his will and he says, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. This is, yeah. Hi. Um, this is Agent L25. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> how can I be of service today? L25, you can just think of all the times that you just cashed those massive checks for doing Fuck all nothing. Easiest <laughs> job you've ever had in your life. No more training. No more intellect reports. No more psych evals. You've just been sitting there cashing checks. You've made so much money you could buy and sell everyone in this goddamn mall. And as this, as the uh, camera pans back, you see exactly what I've bought with all that money. Funko. Funko Pops. <laughs> Every sort of Funko you can imagine. <laughs> Only the female Funkos, though, so yeah, it's incredibly creepy. <laughs> Some of them are stuck there forever. <laughs> no, 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 I would never do that to my art. Uh, I, I, I look towards uh, the three uh, twins, which are, uh, which, which I call, uh, what's it, oh God, uh, Captain Marvel. And I say, give me strength. And I place my hand on Carol Danvers' head and then say, uh, Hello, come on, I'm I'm here. Yeah, I can help you. What do you need? <laughs> there's a there's a significant bother. I heard all of that on this end. <laughs> they go like Agent Hell 25. I am I am Agent Stevens. I am currently with Agent Fredrickson. Oh, they gave you guys names? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> What'd you guys have to do to get that? You don't want to know, trust me. Oh, you're actually pretty right about that. I don't really care to know. Uh, could we get to the point? You've 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 checked all the boxes. I'm allowed to converse with you. Right. And if I fuck up, they'll just kill me, anyways. Well, uh, we'll try to make sure you don't fuck up. Unless okay. you actually fuck up, then we'll kill you. But sorry, I don't know. Still on the fence about whether or not I want to die, guys. <laughs> Either way. Uh, we are headed to what's the name of the town we're in again? You're in Hemsworth right now. Okay, Hemsworth, he is at yeah. the Hemsworth Mall. Okay. Uh, we are uh, investigating some odd occurrences at Hemsworth Mall. Are you aware of any odd occurrences happening within the town or within the mall you're currently in? Hold on. I say as I like roll back in my wheelchair and turn around facing all the monitors. And I actually just like I hit the side of it. So the monitors actually start flickering on and I'm just kind of staring out to see if there's anything odd happening, David. <laughs> you <laughs> you know. The, so this is the equivalent of like of accounting asking you for a report that you haven't bothered <laughs> sending in in like 
two years you're like oh we still do that oh yeah so yeah look you, you hear like yeah let me check i'll get the report right now and i reach out and i grab like the wonder woman comic that i was reading and i just like <laughs> ruffle up the pages oh that's not that's that's the wrong file and i reach over and i grab like the maxim and i just ruffle up the more pages <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I think I think I have it right here, and I'm I'm just desperately watching the monitors to see if I could tell them anything of importance. All right, so yeah, you ruffle around, and then you go over to while you're while you're moving the papers of the Maxim around, you go over to one of the collections of monitors and look around, and you don't really notice anything. People are going to and from different stores. They're shuffling to the food court, Panda Express, naturally. There's a, what's that pizza place you always find on the side of the highway? Sabaros. Sabaros, yeah. That I actually Sbarro's. secretly really like. Um, hey, you're a New Yorker. Surprisingly good pizza. I was so sad. They, so, everyone went. Before COVID, don't forget, Billy, Sabaro had a place in 40 seconds. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, that's that's fucking first, money. That's the first place I ate when I first came to New York. Yeah, so yeah. Was back in 42nd Street. Out of my house. <laughs> and I, I, I am legit sad that it's gone. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you look around and for, for once in like half a decade, your brain blows the dust off of itself. And you look around and on a hunch, you look over and twitch your head briefly, which flickers on dozens of other monitors. Because if you look at your character, you'll notice that you can control technocratic objects. And since this, you are an agent, all of the monitors and all of the cameras are secretly hooked up to you. And you look around and camera pans out and you actually spin in your wheelchair as all of the monitors around you. It finally shows the scope of all of the monitors. You are surrounded in an egg of glowing LED screens and old CCTV box televisions. And you look around and you don't notice anything strange. And that's what's strange. It's a Saturday. The same humdrum plotting course of the masses is the same as it was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Now, you're not a normal person, haven't been for quite some time, but you still appreciate a good Saturday. And from what you can see, nobody here does. It's almost like you hold out your hand and you can wave your hand with the ripple of the wave of how the people move through the screens, as if the crowd itself is just going about this one thrumming motion. I roll back towards the ancient telephone and I uh, put it up to my ear and say, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, my uh, <clears throat> uh, my latest report, uh, I... I uh, Made mention of a uh, anomaly that I was noticing, but I hadn't heard back from anybody, so I assumed that it was just uh, clear sailing. It's a uh, sort of a uh, mundane. I call it a mundane anomaly. A mundane anomaly, not reported. I'm gonna have to check up on that when we return back to base. But anyway, 
he lies because he's never heard of a mundane monopoly. <laughs> I'm lying 100%. This is sporty chest. <laughs> like everyone's, everyone's making up shit to make themselves, make themselves sound important. Yeah, yeah. yeah though, it, it's a, a class uh, a class for uh, deregulation and reality. Uh, the idea of uh, everything sort of, uh, you ever been to a, like a, a, a fourth grade play and it's like terrible. It's fucking terrible. Like you're very aware that you're watching a play and you can't just like yell at your niece to like, you know, actually try a little bit with her lines. Cause you know, she's your four year, year old niece and you don't want to, you know, have a repeat of the barbecue. So you're just watching this play and it's just so fucking fake. That's what's going on here. It seems like everything just seems sort of mundane, but as if everybody's just kind of doing their thing. Interesting. Well, we're heading to the base. You can meet us there and we can perform a full investigation. I'll need all your reports. Uh, but base? Uh, what base? What? What? In, going in to the mall. Oh, you're going here, I say, as I look around at all the fun go. <laughs> <laughs> and I nod my head and I have telekinetics, right? Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, that's not a problem. Uh, unfortunately, there was a uh, slight deregulation uh, in pressure here due to... Uh, you know, you never know if these reality warping situations, uh, what happens. And unfortunately, uh, we'll have to meet at the Sabaros. Oh, interesting. So it's something that's actually affecting not just individuals, but actual rooms. So this is some sort of dimensional, perhaps, sort of deviation. That adds to the report as well. Absolutely. As I say, and I look over towards the water pipe overhead and using my telekinetics, I'm just going to split it. It's just going to start flooding this room and I'm just rolling out. <laughs> but I stop to grab She-Hulk. Yep. The She-Hulk because I, I, I actually respect, I, I truly respect what she represents. And I put her in like one of those old boxes that usually just go to like, you know, you get, you are given by HR when you're fired. And yep. I just roll out, turn around, lock the door and I just continue rolling uh, away from this hallway. Someone will get to it. Yep. <laughs> Water seeps out from underneath the door. Yeah. <laughs> Countless actual classified documents are destroyed in the interim. <laughs> yes, yes, countless. Many, many <laughs> documents, many reports that I had. I think it was sabotage. <laughs> Listen up, y'all. It's a sabotage. <laughs> All right, we'll be there in about uh, 10, 20 minutes. We're at the oh, I'm already out, dude. I'm on an old fucking rotary for I hung up. <laughs> like, you okay. you heard the sound of water and then a dial tone. <laughs> well, oh, all right. This guy sounds like a class act. We've got a professional here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness they're poking us up with someone who knows what they're doing, yeah. right? All right. So you uh, head out to the mall. The mall is relatively nearby it's a short walk or you don't have transportation you do leave the hospital you do see other people there are people doing things but they are not nearly as plentiful as you would imagine before we meet there is a mad uh, there's the playing of i don't know the home alone music when he's trying to get home in time uh before the bell tolls uh, as i'm like trying to get to the sabaro i'm like Flying through like the Sears because we still have a Sears, I guess. Like grabbing a tie <laughs> off a mannequin, putting it on, mm-hmm. uh, grabbing my a laptop from like the Best Buy uh, as I go by and say confiscating this. And what then as shirt I'm like, "Were you wearing? What are you covering up?" Um, 
It was like a Marvel superhero shirt. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think it's like something, just something like um, your mom it sits is, on my Tinder profile or something uh, like that. Something yeah. gross. Okay, something okay. super gross. Okay. Got it, got it, got All right. it. So uh, yeah, I have like a, I put over like a good old colored shirt, a black normal tie. As I'm going down the escalator, I toss the laptop I confiscated down it so it just starts breaking. And then I scoop it back up as I'm just like going towards the Sabaro. And then I park it there. I set down the evidence to show them that somebody wants to hide what's going on here. And they broke my laptop last night. And I'm ready to convey that story uh, <laughs> as, as well as I can. Love it. Okay. I also love the idea that your wheelchair-bound character still, like, broke through a crowd of people to go down an escalator like a goddamn champion. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this guy's an Olympian on this, like, <laughs> on this, like, wheelchair. As, I, as he goes past one woman, the woman's like, you're not supposed to do that. He's like, I'm security. <laughs> and, and uh, that shuts up people enough it just reaches for the gun that he does not have <laughs> no they they confiscated that yeah they confiscated that once they caught me playing russian roulette <laughs> yep. you uh you did have a kit from seven seal a long time ago like half a decade ago when you started in this job but you couldn't be fucking bothered to remember where you put it you never opened it I have this thing where I I get a lot of stuff and I buy storage units and I put them in there, but then you have to actually keep the receipts of the storage units. So I'm massively in debt just because I keep on buying and, and just renting these storage units. I have like seven of them and I have no fucking idea where they are. Then I call them, and but they don't want – you can't just chat with them online. You have to talk to them on the fucking telephone. No. I give you so much money. He's still in debt. <laughs> all this fun co- somewhere there is a what I can only say is a serial killer amount of fun co- <laughs> Here's the problem. You saw what I just did in order to prove that I've not that I haven't been fucking around with this job for the last six months. I burn noticed myself. That's what I do when I have a bad day. My doctor calls and says, like, we're really worried about your cholesterol. And I burn notice that fucking apartment and go to a new one. All right. So you are waiting at the Sabaro at a table that clears out of teenagers because you're you're a grown up with mm-hmm. a kind a of tie. You're, you're a tie and you're at security and they clear out and Steven and Mr. Fredrickson, you walk in through the doors. Yep. You see before you, Billy, Stevens, who is a rather large, powerfully built. Steven, I'm sorry, unless you, until you tell me what that last S is. That's that a good point. So, yes. Yeah, so you're Steven. right. Steven, it is. It's got to be a snake person. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be exactly. a snake person. So I'm not going to kill anyone until I find a snake person. Exactly. But then you're going to give us somebody who's like. Sally, the nurse, and it's like, ah, shit, Sally's fucked. (laughs) As you guys uh, approach the mall, you'll notice that there is a gap between uh, the E and the M Mm -hmm. uh, for another letter. And there's also a statue that has been covered and dismantled due to a lawsuit brought by a rather powerful organization that did not appreciate us trying to use an actor's name in order to make this mall (laughs) seem more important than it once was. Well done. Well right. done. So you see Stephen come through the door of the Sabaros, and he's a relatively tall, well-built African-American man with a black shirt, black jeans, black boots. Cadillac, yeah. yeah. The boys are time bomb. Uh, yeah, and uh, bes- uh, walking in beside him, do a Google search for businessman. And, <laughs> you know, one of, one of those, like, you know, Google image search. 
that's that's basically what you see. Just the most generic, <laughs> the most generic one you can get. Every really. time someone looks at you, there's a small watermark. Yeah, no, I get the images. Just out of the corner of your eye, you can see the watermark. Mm -hmm. I'm not even looking up, but I get uh, my suddenly my middle management sense peaks. And I straighten up and I look over my shoulder towards the man who is clearly, yeah, clearly you know, aiming I, I for middle management. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yep. Like, All right. And you, you see each other, you recognize each other right away. Agents can recognize agents. Game recognizes game like Highlanders, mm -hmm. but, but <laughs> ideally, ideally not meant to kill each other. Yeah. Right. Away. Unless one of them is unmutual. Mm-hmm. Yep. We instantly spot uh, the agents, and I walk forward. I'm not sure if you walk forward, Fredrickson. Ah, yeah, no, following along. Okay, yeah, yeah. And we go to sit down on the. Honestly, he picked the biggest table possible for no good reason. You're like in the middle of the food court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, as far as people who are constantly paranoid go, this is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> there are so many points of contact <laughs> around you. <laughs> And I look, I look at AG L25, I look at the situation and think, God, he's that confident in his skills. This guy must be a fucking yeah, stone he must cold be a killer. Fucking... <laughs> How many guns does he have in that goddamn wheelchair of his? And I take a, I take a respectful seat. Hi. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm uh, Eugene Fritz-Gerald. Uh, we spoke on the phone. Hello, Eugene. You can call me Steven. As you know, he, you can call him Mr. Fred or Mr. Fredrickson, whichever you want you prefer. Mr. Fredrickson is definitely preferable. He says as he slides a very plain white business card with just black lock lettering, Mr. Fredrickson business. Uh, and I, go, I, I point to him and go, syndicate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that you, someone finally came down from uh, corporate to... Uh, here, I, I thought my reports were being unread, which would make a lot of sense because we don't have great uh, internet here. Um, so sometimes I'm always worried that, you know, something's going wrong and my reports actually aren't actually being sent. Uh, but of course, since you're here, that clearly means that you, you have been reading the reports uh, and someone took notice that something's deeply wrong with uh, the Hemsworth. That makes perfect sense. We we don't know about the specific reports. We were told something was off, so we assume one of your reports finally got through. Really? Oh, great. Yeah, good. Um, I would I, I would actually have my reports here with me, but I, I, show, I pushed the laptop forward, which has been run... It looks like it's been run over, uh, shot, like, stepped on by a rather heavy Sabaro worker uh, for, for a quick $5. <laughs> and then there's also what smells like surge coming out of the bullet hole. And I say, like, I would give you my report, but uh, unfortunately, uh, my office, this is what remains of it. Somebody did not want me to keep the records there, or I, I, I was actually about to call you guys when you called me. Uh, thank goodness you're here. Cities. Like, you didn't notice what may have attacked? Were you in the room when it happened? Oh, no. I have to keep this entire compound uh, secure, so I was doing my rounds. It's only me and a dedicated uh, force of about six or seven, and I hold up my hand and I wave as, like, a 98-year-old man on a Segway wearing a security uh, outfit just, like, strolls on by, looking like he's mostly zombified at this point. <laughs> yeah. 
It's one of my best men right there. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Uh, all right. 52 well, years old. <laughs> he's, he's a couple, just a decade away from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is your territory. Where do you think we should start? Oh, gosh. You know, I actually, as a, um, as you coming in here, I would like to know what you've observed yourself. And I, I just, it kind of helps me recognize your skill level. Huh. Interesting. And we just look, lock eyes. It's like, oh, the battle is on. <laughs> bullshit. 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 <laughs> Round one. Well, obviously, as you also observed, uh, many of the individuals in this source seem to be in a, like your assistant over there in a zombie like state going going through the route not enjoying a saturday like most civilians should there's might be some sort of mind alteration happening and i'm also assuming many of them like the people in the hospital have not had much sleep recently fred <laughs> as soon as you say the thing with the hospital thing my head just cants to the side <laughs> you've heard about what happened at the hospital correct I'm just surprised that you were you started there. Such a such a wise a decision to focus first on the the medical uh, well being of the civilians. That's actually quite refreshing. Shows me you're professional. Yep, and your ability to stick with your mission despite the obvious link to possibly to the hospital shows that you're willing to stick around even in the point of endangering yourself. As I can see from the laptop in front of me. Interesting enough, you you did see there's danger. Do you do? Would you say your professional opinion is there is there actually danger to myself? Would you say that I should um, what what what's coming my way? Uh, what exactly? Because I've I've noticed a few things, but I just kind of want to know what you're thinking, so we could circle back on well, that. Obviously, you've probably already noticed this, but uh, there is, as I previously just stated, like an individual unable to sleep. For example, there was a nurse I observed after I took a sample of his blood that he has not slept for at least five days. And with the the levels of various chemicals off in his brain, he should be dead or at least at comatose. But he's just up and about like, a, well, not an undead zombie, of course, but basically in a zombie-like state. So, David, <laughs> my character nods his head and he says, I see. So... That's interesting about people not being able to sleep. If you would think that if it was a uh, citywide, I would I would definitely know about that because you know I would also be having a lack of sleep. And it goes goes back to like four <laughs> days ago, say David, and I'm surrounded by my Funko and my radio's playing. You know, celebrate good times, and I'm just loading up meth. <laughs> onto a plate and I, I'm i just like he does this happily and I'm just trying what people do with meth so I've been on a five like a four day fucking bender are you the reason there's a <laughs> national Adderall shortage <laughs> yeah no I'm like, like trucks of it you've redirected trucks of it yeah. yeah you do with the power of the world's greatest secret organization <laughs> yeah like I'm sniffing like Adderall and I'm dead. I haven't slept in four days I would not fucking know if there's a problem of sleeping and now I'm kind of looking around to see if I'm noticing uh anybody has like dark circles under their eyes or if uh people look like they're just like exhausted or anything like that David that would be <laughs> a perception plus a alertness roll 
Okay. <laughs> did I have? Do I have perception? David, did you not give me perception? Perception's a stat. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. And alertness, you should have. And if you don't, put it at three. Okay, okay, uh, okay, okay. There it is. Yeah. Uh, perception plus alertness. <laughs> <laughs> David, you, you seriously didn't give me. You didn't give me a, a perception. You gave me strength, dex, stamina, intelligence, wits, and resolve. <laughs> Oh. oh, 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 that's new world of darkness. That's why I'm sorry. Change resolve to perception. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, here's my dice roller. There it is. Sorry about that, everybody. Mm -hmm. So I have six. So let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right. It's going to be difficulty six. One, two, three, four, five. You do not know how you missed this. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> you don't have any idea how you missed this. And it's like, go into the car wash. And I'm just snorting cocaine off of Carol Danvers' head. Question. Uh, uh, important, very important question. Yeah. Are you on drugs now? You would have to roll literally anything, doctor. <laughs> and I challenge you not to use super science that breaks the laws of no, no, physics. No. First, I will suggest I roll perception and medicine to see if he's on drugs. I think that's a great idea. Okay. And immediately after, I will slash myself open and splash him <laughs> in my blood. <laughs> yeah, so, Billy, Agent L, it must have happened overnight, man. <laughs> okay. There's no way. There's no way this caught you flat-footed, man. This is insidious as the day is long. But you do notice that a lot of the people, they seem hollow. They seem malnourished. There are large bags under their eyes. There are. Now that you look, at, you look off to the side, camera focuses on where you're looking into the distance. And there is a Sephora. You know, one of those um, makeup company uh -huh. things. And there are people lined up to get collagen treatments for their eyes, just person after person after person. And I mean, like, you'd have to be insane not to be able to see that. And the Starbucks down the way line around the corner and the arcade just behind you off of the food court has droves of teenagers and younger kids playing Dance Dance Revolution and light gun games and Virtual Fighter Street Fighter, all of them just like aggressively flashing lights in front of their eyes. I kind of, I take a deep breath like, oh God, okay. I'm, I'm working this <laughs> I'm I'm in I have like a fucking five intelligence or something ridiculous like you that. Do. You are one of the smartest yeah. people on the planet. As I'm looking around, I'm already like rewriting the report in my head to make <laughs> it so this makes all the sense in the world. But go on, Jesus. You had some roles you wanted to right, <laughs> you right, wanted right. to do. All right. So what's the difficulty? Should uh, we uh do a, a versus since he's trying to see if I'm uh clearly high on everything? Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So this is going to be a manipulation plus subterfuge. Uh David, I got some bad news, man. You didn't, give, you didn't give me manipulation or appearance or any of that stuff. You know the the Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll give my, I, I, I'm sorry about that. I honestly used a character generator for your stats, uh mm. just your stats because I was in a hurry. Uh, no problem. I bad. No, that's not a problem. I, I already got mine. Is, so it's supposed to be for this game. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Jesus, I'm all you, buddy. Okay. 
Uh, right. So what's the difficulty? So that's going to be a Wits Plus Medicine. That's going to be a difficulty. Isn't it six? Eight. And we just kind of roll against each other to see who gets more? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Six V each other. All right. So uh, no 10 again, right? No. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. God damn. I got three. <laughs> it's only 10 again if you have a speciality in what you're rolling. Uh, no, I do not. So, so yeah, David, uh, Jesus, I'm on roll like just imagine <laughs> just imagine cocaine adderall everything you can imagine uh i am oh, showing don't symptoms the, don't put us in the final recording not not because of any kind of content guidelines because that is brilliant yes. talented yes Cocorol. that should be the books yeah yeah the books of there were jack stallion yeah. it's like Cocorol. a shot of jack stallion and a line of cocorol mm-hmm. <laughs> be a hero <laughs> from an npc to an np yep. <laughs> all right so yeah, yeah you i think i'm sitting there like james bond like of james bond villain like slowly circling his his like uh yeah. a glass of whiskey in his but then it goes to your perception and i'm like rubbing my gums with my finger <laughs> completely just fucking druggy as hell yep and i, I look seeing this is like PTSD is a motherfucker. <laughs> What's that? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as I said, clearly something's going on here because, as you could tell, everybody has been awake or they're not sleeping very well. And then I kind of get a glimmer in my eye, and it's like, truth be told, I thought I was being affected, and I thought it was just me. So I was afraid that if I tried to fall asleep, that would be the worst thing you could possibly do, and I would suddenly get infected. So I've been awake for days. I've been doing. So much, I, I I suppose you would call I, it co- cocaine. Anything I, to keep me awake. Um, thank God sacrifice. you're here. Your sacrifice. I mean, I could tell immediately looking upon your eyes. I'm a doctor, by the way. Thank goodness you're here, doctor. As you can see, the first thing I noticed is we had an uptick in people at the Starbucks. And as you can see right now, four days ago, it was just three or four people constantly. But now it's wrapped around the corner. Now the children, I also noticed there's been a 400% increase in the usage of the arcade. We've made so much money off the arcade in four days, we've paid two months' rent practically off that place. And they're just constantly staring at the lights, trying to get flashes in their eyes. So I think this has to be something to do with keeping them awake on a subconscious level. And look at the look at the makeup over there. People are constantly trying to rub away using creams to hide the fact that they have bags under their eyes. And I can only assume that it, this is some sort of response to whatever's going on, some sort of, of a compulsion in order to convince their consciousness and their subconsciousness that they aren't actually sleeping whatever we're dealing with oh i've been worried for quite some time <laughs> and that's why i think i need my promotion i mean that, i thank you thank you're here i'm glad you're here doctor <laughs> sadly promotion is above my pay grade but i will definitely bring it up next time when we return back to base it seems like the mall is a common factor but where in the mall specifically is it the mall itself is some sort of waves or something is what is causing this the sleep clinic, I say, and then I blink, not realizing I said it out loud. There's a sleep clinic? Um, if only you had someone who 
did very well with understanding the idea of patterns of consumers. Alas. And yeah. the transition of money and the importance that it places on things like ideas and memes. Gee, I wonder what if we had somebody like that in in the group. Uh, what what that person would have been doing Just while all this to play with my dog, yeah. all this tomfoolery was was happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because as as somebody uh, with a keen business sense and a and a rating of of high in business, um, <laughs> yeah, higher as the game goes on, if I might add, yeah, yeah, cons consistently. Uh, but also, uh, just you know, uh, he has a, a one of many diplomas on his uh, back on his office wall, and in indicating that he is uh, well versed in the the ways of business, and having been a, a veteran of the bullshit meeting, he immediately recognized. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna let David uh, make me roll for this. I'm going to say that I immediately recognized. Just the, the the levels of bullshit being <laughs> on the table by, by both parties. And so immediately, if to tune them out, if anyone, if anyone <laughs> in the fucking technocracy, <laughs> if any convention gets to skip having to roll to see if someone is on coke and bullshit, it's <laughs> the fucking syndicate. Except basically, who basically created Gordon Gecko <laughs> so that they had something to pray to that wasn't God <laughs> at the end of every night. If God does not exist, we must create him. <laughs> and, uh, and he is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode of Fandible, where our heroes learned that sometimes you have to fight fire with fire, or sleeplessness with amphetamines. If you liked this, then head on over to Fandible.com. We've played a lot of games, and I'm sure there's something there you'll like. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and we have our own Discord. If you find a few dollars burning a hole in your pocket, then go to Patreon forward slash Fandible and become a member. You get both special releases and Discord chats, and we get to keep giving you great role-playing. Finally, please give us a rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It's super helpful to us, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and see you next time.